Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick. Hello. Jordan. And a friend of mine and Vic's, Ethan, is joining us for the first time today. Hey, guys. Uh, this week, we're going to be taking a look at The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, released in 1973. And it was picked by Ethan. Ethan, why did you choose this album? Uh, well, um... In early high school, as a very moody 12-year-old kid, um, uh, I discovered uh, Time by Pink Floyd, Okay. Um, and the lyrics the lyrics were just, just so insane, like, un, like no other song I'd ever heard. And then I listened to the whole album, and it just so happened to be the exact length as my, uh, my bus ride to school. So I would listen to that. That's a long bus ride. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Um, so I would listen to that for months on end, just like just the album, because it was so so perfect. Understandable. And um, I mean, it, it's I, I'd say it's a perfect album, the perfect album. Wow. One of them. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. All all excellent reasons, Jordan. I have to ask uh, off the top. Did you, you recognize always... anything? Um, I want to say no. Fuck, I'm wrong again. I know. I feel so bad. I feel so. I made such a so bold so... prediction last week that you would recognize something. <laughs> it's just like it's bad how much of like modern music I listen to because I like I promise you I I don't listen to anything pe- like before like. I want to say like 2000s or something. Like I honestly, like maybe once in a while, but I've never consistently listened to like any music before like to the 2000s. I think. I think once they're like electronic music, not like not like EDM or, or just like making beats from like a, a computer instead. Right. I think I just right. favored that my whole life more for some reason. Mm-hmm. There you know. It is. Do you feel like uh, music before like 2000s you wouldn't relate to it as much, or is there a reason for it? I don't really know. No, that's a damn. That's a no, no. That's that's a good question. I guess I haven't like thought about it a ton, a ton. But maybe see, I can't. I can't even say it because like I feel like nothing applies to everything. Like if I'm like, oh, you know, it's a little faster paced or something. But then there's some songs that are before like yeah, Daughtry. two thousand that are faster paced. Um, I'll get back to you on that. I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I, yeah, I. I Ugh, I'll actually think about it more. Let I'm that like, ruminate. What? Let that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. that simmer. Marinate put it on. Put it on. Put it on Marinate one or two on the stove. Let it. You know. Let it. Let it do its thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So then, actually, I'm not gonna let you do its thing. I'm gonna ask you another question. <laughs> uh, so then, what did you think after you know a fresh experience with this album? I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Um. There are some songs that just didn't have any lyrics in it, which I was surprised yep. about. Mm. Um, Purely inspired. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was... Just because of how much it's, it's talked about, I thought this was going to be more mm-hmm. of like a... Uh, like a lot of lyrics for some reason. Because I, I think people relate more to like lyrical songs usually. Like, I, obviously you can just like sing along to them and stuff. But 
maybe and again I, I don't know like the really famous one i guess i could have looked at I, actually they're all pretty famous according to spotify or that they, they played a lot so <laughs> yeah i guess maybe like the ones that people really like might have probably lyrics probably in them, but... uh time and then a subsequent great gig in the sky because yep. they kind of fit together and yeah. then money is the other huge one from this album okay 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 that's the one that i really thought you would recognize something from that or like the alarm clocks from time yeah because mm-hmm. it's very triggering yeah i really <laughs> don't think i do i'll i'll if you give me specifics i'll listen to them again but i, I really don't think i uh i really don't think i recognize I mean, yeah, it, any of them. it's possible too you know yeah and honestly yeah. i'm jealous i i wish i could re-listen to the album uh, for the first time I, again i know i know that feeling. i i I, I, I feel that way about so many albums, too. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, MBGTF, that off a fresh listen? Mm. Oh, yeah, Meet the Woo mm-hmm. 2, just, oh, just... I, did, I didn't hear those albums <laughs> at a time when I could appreciate the album, you know? I know, I know. Hearing like, Dior for the first time? Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Man, I really hit a wall in my head. But yeah, you, so... Nick, you 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 were familiar with it, right? Um, I had never actually listened all the way through it, which was strange considering how much I like classic rock and uh, especially psychedelic in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, wait, really? Like the the cohesiveness of this album, where it, like every song melds together. Yeah, which I, is like the cool thing about it is like you can either sing along to it as like it's got the poppy mixes, but you can also just like sit naked in a room <laughs> all the lights off and feel everything that is yeah. an alternative experience yeah <laughs> you can do a that both actually sounds, that actually sounds enlightening honestly yeah try it i kind of want to do that yeah I, I knew sorry I knew, nick i cut you no, off you're good, you're good. <laughs> I, I knew time money us and them and i i think i knew a little bit of breathe but i didn't know any of the instrumental songs and I was surprised that I didn't think I'd heard Brain Damage or Eclipse at the end, considering they contain, like, the line about the dark side of the moon the, and stuff. I, I was like, yeah, how have I, I never like, heard this? With with this album being as iconic as it is and me enjoying this genre so much. Yeah. But I, I did really enjoy right. the album after listening all the way through it. And that's one thing, like you talked about, the how, how the songs just bridge together, like, endlessly. Mm-hmm. Like a... I love yeah, that in all the songs. And it's so cool. If you listen to like earlier ones, then later tracks rhythm is in there mm-hmm. in the under part of the mix. So like yeah. if you have headphones on and you really tune into it, you can actually hear like in the first song, I think there's every rhythm on the album. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Oh, interesting. At least like the big ones from the songs. And then I was like, but that's the only thing you know, like once you listen to the other ones enough that your brain you know, picks it yeah, out. connects it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that, I, cause I had listened to this album multiple times, but I never really like, until I sat down to actually look at it, uh-huh. it never really sunk in like how, like, artistically immaculate it is. Mm-hmm. Like some of the, um, a lot of the uh, guitar parts are uh, like sampled in different parts of other mm-hmm. songs and even like, uh, some of the lyrics in earlier songs uh, are like, not tweaked, but like reprised in other songs. Okay. Uh, it's it's really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of um, the the musicology term is a theme and variation. Yeah, there's there's it's quite a, a lot of it. But for those of you who've taken uh, music appreciation, you know, you 
can rock with that one. Exactly. Um, I'm surprised we didn't talk about that. Yeah, here we go. The music class that I took, the popular music 1950s to 70s. I'm surprised we didn't. Yeah, with as much as you guys went into talking about like, yeah, with as much as you guys talk about like, I mean, you went into like just dissecting like what timbre is and all kinds of stuff, and I can't believe you didn't talk about theme and variation. That's like Mm -hmm. what classical music was built Mm on. Yeah, (laughs) and then like every subsequent thing. Now the good guitar solos—that's what they're built on too. Um, yeah, this album has a lot of really good like crescendo moments. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's, it's from... huge on just emotional parts. Where yeah. like, I mean, emotion is the entire album. So yeah, the crescendo parts of all the songs. I mean, it, it really, um, all the moments with volume in it, uh, and just like the the spatiality of it, really. Uh, yeah. You just you just kind of flow right along with it, dude. Whoever whoever they had on, because I know a few members like you know um, Roger the singer, uh, and then David Gilmour, the insanely good god of uh, bends on the guitar. Yeah, he just hits like two whole step bends, which is like half the fretboard. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible, but. Other than that, I, I like know their names, but I don't know what they play. But whoever played the keys on this album, yeah, Richard, uh, Richard Wright, yeah, yeah. dude, incredible. The mm-hmm. keys and the organ mm-hmm. in every part yeah. that they come in, just mm-hmm. especially. I mean, even starting on like the first breathe because there's breathe um, reprise, mm-hmm. but the first one, the part right before the run rabbit run section. All you touch and all you see is all your life. Blows me away every time I listen to this album. Every single time. Not not even that, just like uh, what Nick Mason on uh, drums, how he Mm -hmm. just like does the like melodic solo at the beginning of time. Yeah. So cool. Like the slow build and then the do 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 and then everything just comes in right in. It's yeah. so tight. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Aww. I know why, but hearing, watching, and hearing people talk about their favorite albums just like makes me happy too. Because <laughs> because you're a human <laughs> who has emotion. I guess. Bringing it back to emotion. It's all emotion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, I mean, not not only just the just the members were there. Uh, you also had um, Alan Parson, who was the lead uh, like engineer designer of a lot of the early um like synthesizers because uh, yeah they had um they were one of the earliest uh bands to have a uh, 16 track mixing table so they could do a lot of that uh really cool uh synthesizer stuff and sample over other things 
Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they experimented a lot of that, unlike uh, On the Run and um, what uh, Us and Them. Um, Dude, On the Run is in headphones walking yeah. around. <laughs> Especially last night, I was walking around. Yeah. I had a little it, that bit of stress when I was out, walking right? Leo before we went to bed. Dude, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Where there's like the. It sounds like a helicopter is like buzzing overhead, mm-hmm. and then there's yeah. an alarm, and just there's like the constant running of the the run rabbit run mm-hmm. character yeah. from time or not time. Um, breathe uh, earlier. Breathe. breathe. Yeah, I was just like, this is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one of those moments where like your entire it's like your senses get fully taken mm-hmm. over. You're like. Pink Floyd's pretty good at that. Yeah, which is crazy because this came out in 73, which was like, it yeah. makes sense that they got the early, their hands on the earlier ones because it was, it's very early for all of that. Mm-hmm. Most of yeah. that came in the later part of the 70s. You say like, not a lot, but a couple of songs utilize like the left and right, like headphones mm-hmm. only. I can't mm-hmm. remember which other one it is, but I'm trying to think. Um, I can't remember now, but it's like so trippy just like hearing it only in your left ear and it like yeah. kind of like running around oh, wait, you serious. kind of mm-hmm. yeah yeah i actually yeah really i cool. actually yeah i actually did really like that part too or like the the use of that in the in the album mm-hmm. i think they added that in um in the remaster in like the early 2000s really okay think. yeah when like software got better mm-hmm. yeah exactly that <laughs> but yeah i think that that was their in- intention Right. When it was made. There's only yeah. so much you could do exactly in a primarily analog era. Mm-hmm. Very true. I can't imagine like it, but in a good way. <laughs> people in a studio working with like tape reels and stuff, where now you just have yeah. wizards and you just Absolutely. grab stuff. Like that w- that was a whole different yeah. set of times. How it's it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hard enough for me. That's why it took like twenty years before you become a renowned producer back then. True. <laughs> Because, like, you just had to get the just raw ability to do that. Yeah, shit. exactly. Like, in uh, in Money, with all the samples that they had to mm-hmm. do uh, in, what, um, I think uh, in Roger Waters' wife's pottery studio that they had, like, all the stuff to do it with. And they had to put, like, a billion clocks in the <laughs> studio to uh, to go off all at once for, for time. Yeah, I, I remember hearing yeah. about that process. It's, Wait, what? It's so I cool. I, I don't really get what that process is. Well, it just because you you want to have it all go off at the same time, but like not exactly the same time. So then, based upon the sound that you want at what given time, you would have to um, like know what the sound sounds like, and then adjust the like time to come in when you want it. To. Yeah. Okay. Because you couldn't just like you know get one. So yeah, you're saying not doing it on a computer. You're saying like doing it on like a mm-hmm. tape or something. Yeah, like exactly. magnetic tape. Yeah. On a tape deck, yeah. Oh gosh, I I, I kind of <laughs> yeah. understood that, but I almost don't even think I understand. Like, it's pretty far back. It is. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I think I don't even think I understand that technology enough to know what you're talking about. But what's it's might, like how I'm you magnetize hard drive disks now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a magnetic tape. You know about that? You're you're yeah. you're an electrical. Well, computer. I know about yeah. that, but not about. Uh... Yeah, it's the same principle. Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I'm just being magnets and shit. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it's the production on it is just absolutely insane. It is. It is. I was really yeah. surprised to read. I was, I, I, I was on Genius, like reading some lyrics, and uh-huh. 
There was someone, I forget what song. It might have been um, uh, Any Color You Like. I was just reading mm-hmm. about it. Like someone had compiled a couple quotes from interviews and stuff. And David Gilmore okay. was talking about like how everyone associates Pink Floyd with doing acid and like hallucinogenics and stuff. And David yeah. Gilmore said he thought that Roger Waters had never done like LSD. And he was like, we don't even mm-hmm. do like a ton of drugs. Like we don't do yeah. crazy stuff. Like, <laughs> we, just, we just make this music that everyone thinks we like trip all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I thought they tripped all the time. It's just a testament to how just naturally in tune with the creative side of it. Because mm-hmm. they're all very creative people. Um, like Roger, he left the BAM and kind of did some solo shit. But, I mean, just every single one. It's a, it's just one of those groups where, like, no one, no one, no one person's, like, carrying the weight. They're yeah. all just incredibly talented. Like, tough. stuff like Zeppelin, where everyone's a heavyweight and then it's almost like they made a super group but they were just like <laughs> let's make a band let's you make know? a band that's what I was saying like yeah it's kind of hard to find that sometimes because yeah. it, 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 it's not on purpose but it just kind of happens naturally yeah Someone, uh, some people are just better than others or carries the group a little bit more yeah or I mean, just like gets Led, famous yeah like no, Led yeah, Zeppelin sorry, was, was a, a pure coincidence that they all yeah, yeah, yeah. came together yeah, yeah, with yeah. They did. I, I don't know if I knew that because obviously you know we're right before 2000s but uh right. <laughs> we'll put it in your way it's yes. like if uh everyone uh in doing a class project if if the the smart kids in class were all put together to do a class project uh and then one smart kid just became the principal somehow and started ruling the school exactly just like that oh like a load of the fly situation mm-hmm. yeah i've read that book <laughs> don't read you it. haven't read that book they did, it's a good they, book. Didn't make, they didn't make me read it in middle school. Dog, so it's a good book. It. Middle school. Middle school. We were that senior year of high school. What? I, I think uh, that was the last Middle schoolers book can't understand the emotional nuances of the kids on the island. I can't imagine reading Lord of the Flies in middle school. <laughs> I think some people did, I thought. That'd be maybe, crazy. Maybe not. Middle school was barely we read, literate. What? We Anyways. read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein in middle school. <laughs> yeah, like, we did. What? And we read the oh, abridged Wait, version. see, I read that in high school. <laughs> Frankenstein? Yeah. I yeah we had that yeah, county education. <laughs> we're built different can, out there. You can read it like a Troy Bill. I remember getting like yeah, a 70 on that book. Book reviews and movie reviews now. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I really thought I understood that book too. And apparently L- I didn't. Listen up. <laughs> the teacher. Uh, did, you guys, uh, did you guys hear about the thing with uh, uh, Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard of Oz? Mm-hmm. No. Where no. if you, at the beginning of Wizard of Oz, if you start playing the soundtrack at the end of the third uh, tiger or lion roar, it's supposed to match up, like, perfectly. Yeah. It, like, Wait, almost matches perfectly with what? Like, the whole uh, movie? Yeah, to Wizard of Oz. Yeah, like, if you watch the movie. Mm-hmm. It, like, Just, like, the... in general, it matches with, like, everything that goes on after that? Yeah, the, like, the, the climactic sections of both mm-hmm. kind of line up and stuff interesting i have not watched it they they have it on youtube i think really yeah i might check that out because i just don't like that movie (laughs) yeah Um, that's fair so i i've never done it (laughs) i almost said that i almost said it's just cool if i could sit through the wizard of oz 
We can still do it as a group, but I definitely couldn't do it solo. Yeah, there you go. No, Make it a drinking yeah. game or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, then it gets even better. <laughs> like when your main selling point is Technicolor. <laughs> yeah, right. Come Technicolor. on. Come on. Goes great with Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. It's like it's like the album cover. It starts gray, hits the prism, and goes rainbow. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she, her entire house gets sucked up in a tornado. There you go. <laughs> and then they land on that uh, the witch, and then it's in the uh, rainbow, also known as color, I guess. Bro, <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate any album, especially like rock, classic rock, psychedelic rock, anything that has just so much saxophone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And somebody and, uh, plays us in them for six years. It's just oh, it's so smooth. Especially on money. Where oh, yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a solo of sax. Oh, incredible. That whole, that whole song's incredible. That that so feeding into the uh, feeding into the guitar solo that's probably like one of my favorite parts on the album. Yeah. Just that block of instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. That that whole like beat rhythm switch up, and then where they go like another twenty or thirty BPM faster yeah. than just the yeah. solo. So good, so good. Um, I mean, also just like making a beat out of cash registers and like <laughs> yeah. change and yeah. shit. So creative. I actually yeah, I actually like that a lot because they do that a lot in uh rap sometimes. It's not like mm-hmm. a or it, I mean so, sometimes it is actually like like money noises or it's really whatever you want it to be, but they insert like the like the they're not really I mean, okay, so they're not ad libs cuz like ad libs are when like the person says it, but it's mm-hmm. like it's like like, like item sound effects or something yeah sound yeah. effects sorry I, I, I couldn't think of the word for a second item ab libs ab libs fuck ad libs <laughs> i couldn't think of the word for a second yeah item sound effects yeah. with like the little uh like samples and uh in rap songs yeah they like they just like i'm trying to think of a song that's like oh they're it, it's all over the place yeah i know i'm trying to, oh, uh, I'm trying to think of one but then i'm like cardi wait what? No, Nick. No one's not. listening to that album. No, Nick. That's like I that's a cool stand. I'm I'm talking about like uh, I don't I think mean, I've listened to it yet. Like in the what chorus of uh Paper Planes by M.I.A. Yes, yes, that's, yes. That's a good one. That is a perfect example. Yeah. that's a perfect yeah. example. That's like literally what I was thinking. Okay. Yes, that's, <laughs> um, wow, dude. Also, so they're uh the female vocalist in Great Gig in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Every time, just chills. Like when she when she just really starts wailing after the um, there's like the whole speech. So the the album is it talks about it's like a concept album. It talks about uh, the hardships in life, and then at the end with brain damage and eclipse, uh, Rogers talking about like you know all this bad shit happens. I'll see you on the dark side of the moon, and then the last song, Eclipse, talks about. An eclipse, which is, you know, like the sun, which is the good in life, being overtaken by the evil, bad, you know, the darkness of the moon, the shadow of the moon. Very cool. No one makes a concept album like Pink Floyd. Um, 
Well, a classic concept of, you know, Kendrick. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got you. We got you. Like, <laughs> so there's, it was also talking about um, a member of the band who I think by this time he had left. Don't remember his name. Sid Barrett. Yeah, Sid Barrett. Yeah. It, so it's basically like isolated to things that he really wrestled with, but, you know, they're all part of the human condition, so you can just take it out to you. Exactly. Um, but there's that really cool speech. After, so time is like worrying about starting your life too late, like before you've already lived it. Um you know, talking about uh, like serving the present almost, the and like t- taking, yeah, uh, yeah. I, why can't I remember it now either? That was like one of the. Yeah, I know it's so I iconic, and I literally before I listened. Yeah, to and I literally cannot think of it. Um, it'll get cut in now, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So then there's that, and then there's the wind down of time. The last lines of time are like the tolling of the iron bell brings the faithful to their knees or feet. I don't remember. Um, and then it kind of transitions into Greg in the gig in the sky. And there's a whole like speech of a guy who's talking about like, you know, I'm not afraid of dying. Right. I'm not afraid of death. Why would I be afraid of death at all? Go everything sometime. has, yeah, everything goes sometime. And then just like, there's this sudden and like incredible organ hit. And then just like wailing. Mm-hmm. vocalist who was Carrie something. I Carrie looked it up. Tor- yeah. Tori. It was someone Claire Tory. Claire yeah. Tory. It was someone who I couldn't it didn't seem like she ever had like her own big career, but she did a lot of backing vocals in the seventies and eighties. She did Sue in like two thousand four to Yeah, because they didn't credit right, yeah. her enough. They gave her like they gave her thirty pounds <laughs> yeah, to sing. Because she was just like a studio yeah. vocalist. So they were like, here's your daily wage. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> your daily wage. She was like, I'm like what makes this song apart from the keyboard. Exactly. This song. <laughs> one of your most iconic songs. She did she did one take and that's that's all they needed. Dang. And it is yeah. haunting every time. The background vehicles. Nice. No, those are foreground vehicles right there. <laughs> oh foreground vehicles. Yeah. Wait, are they? Oh. Is this thing as a foreground vocal? That's just like normal vocals, right? Yeah, that's just like Oh, vocals. okay, sorry. I thought vocals. okay, yeah, my bad. I thought never mind. I'm stupid. I don't know what anything's called if if that whole that whole song is a, a beautiful tango between <laughs> keyboard and vocalist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, you know, sometimes it's good to just wail that song when you're driving your car and it comes on. Oh, absolutely. You just got to <laughs> scream. You just gotta scream. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta yeah. scream. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And then there's like there's more sex in us and them.
Which also name is really good. I, I don't think it's talked about as much in the scope of like their songs. Like if I were to name ten Pink Floyd songs, like make a list, not even top ten, just ten, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be on there. But it is. It's okay. really good. It's an underrated song. Yeah, it's it's one of the less talked about ones. Be probably just because it doesn't have. It, it like the energy that yeah. people usually associate yeah. Pink Floyd with. Yeah, I, I think it's it's always topical because it's about us and them, as in in war. Right. It's like viewing um, the aspect of like. So I guess if you were to follow the storyline of what's gone on, you've uh, come to terms with death, and now you've analyzed uh, capitalist problems with money. Um, and they, oh, what's the line? It's like, they say money doesn't buy you happiness, but it does buy you a bus fare, <laughs> which is like, you know, literally the problem everyone deals with with economics. Um, yeah. And then us and them is like looking at who is alienating us and why. And like, you know, why is it us and them, not like you and I? Yep. Um, <laughs> but there is, that, I love the build and just crescendo that's in it because it, it slowly rises. And then there's like a point and then it's just it hits and there's so mm-hmm. much sax more sax yeah you know it's just a great song love it all about it i love all sax you never have too much sax big sax <laughs> uh, big i always guy. i always you love get, a like, good a berry and an alto going at the same time i always love a good anti-war song and i i knew the the beginning of this song who doesn't well always topical the yeah. war pigs <laughs> wait what war pigs I know, like, the Black Sabbath song. Yeah, I said, who doesn't, and it'd be, like, the war pigs. Oh, yeah. Like, the people in power that, you know, send us out to die. Very true. They, they probably would not enjoy uh, sentiments that... Anti-war. Make people yeah. realize... Although they do love it, Fortunate you know. Son, because they just don't get it. <laughs> they love using that at their rallies. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like blasting... Born in the USA. I've actually never investigated the lyrics of that song, but I just know that it's like not that, very... That's a really sad song. Yeah. <laughs> it is incredible. I, I just know it's, it's like... It like, is a good song. That's like the most famous, like, you really missed the point here song. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. anti-Vietnam War. Where people that are like, born in the USA. <laughs> yeah, born let's go. Born in the USA. Yeah. It's, uh, that is really weird how meanings just like get past people just because it's a catchy beat and it says born in the usa you know yeah, yeah it's one of those like, like major key songs that has like the saddest lyrics ever mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they call us sheeple <laughs> yeah right <laughs> wait what do you mean us i uh oh wait uh, you're not I, wait oh uh, wait you're not a oh i didn't realize hell. <laughs> Jordan's verified on parlor. Nick, you don't have to adjust your accent. I don't. Yeah, I actually still use the PogChamp emote, even though oh, uh, racist band. <clears throat> e- even though it's banned. Dude. Rebel. Aren't, really? they, aren't they rotating through new yeah. icons for it? Yeah. So yeah, because they, they banned it because the guy who's like face it like makes the face when the emote shows up. He he was like you know part of a coup um, he, he was he was he, i think he was i think he was there at the capitol and then he also was a covid denier i think yeah like a MAGA, and so they're like maga boy or something i don't know so it's more that they like banned his image yeah that's why yeah. they're they're using the phrase but they're gonna maybe rotate through some stuff sure it's it's funny because whenever my friends say uh 
when my friends uh like just they, they don't use the email whenever they like spell it out they put like a little asterisk in between the uh so they, like, the separate it. <laughs> yeah or like the, the, or instead of saying like they, they say like pog champ but the a has like an asterisk in it so they like, like a, <laughs> so it doesn't like, a bad like order or whatever. no yeah generate it <laughs> it's hilarious Sorry, yeah, that was just. Hey, you were talking about anti-war songs, right? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, that was where we left. I, I was pretty much <laughs> done. Boy, I just, poggers. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I just always love a good anti-war song. Call to Arms, Sturgill Simpson. That's like not a great one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of anti-war. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's um, up for debate which version's better, but you know, yeah, at the I'm, end of the day, I'm more of the traditional. I know Jamie's more of a bluegrass. I'm guy. all on the bluegrass train. Mm-hmm. All on. True. It. True. Yeah. True. Um, I think I was going to say, uh, so there is like a big, like, uh, what's it called? Like, I don't want to say like substance, like associated with this song, like, or like people like usually like do drugs to like list, like, and listen to these songs. Right. Or like, yeah, yeah. The genre is like, you know, like the psychedelic genre. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So sometimes I think, and this, this doesn't really have anything about like, Sorry, let me just explain it. Sometimes I'm like, Go for what it. if what, what if the music would be enhanced if I ever like did drugs? Like obviously, obviously I don't do them, but I'm like, mm. would the music sound better if I was underneath something? You know, I would say that uh, theoretically, not from experience, that <laughs> yes, uh, it would definitely help you um, not not see the message better, but kind of yeah. Uh, take you out of your body and just the music will bring you along and you'll just it's like a, a disneyland ride if you listen to the whole album <laughs> yeah. well it, it, it'd be like you know you don't drink regularly but you have no. drank and have you mm-hmm. not noticed that like music kind of hits different mm-hmm. if you've drank a little bit not yet i don't think i've listened to music really while i was like You're doing it wrong <laughs> yeah yeah no, no, that's show you. I know, that's what I'm saying. I haven't, I haven't, like, well, I mean, maybe if it's, like, at a, I, I, well, I haven't even been to, like, any, like, big parties or clubs, obviously, right. like, since I turned yeah. 21. Dude, um, all of, man, our, our 21st year really got wrecked by a Rona, huh? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Not the right one, either. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was saying, like, um, <laughs> sorry, I lost track. Uh, <laughs> what was I talking about? How you were wondering if. Yeah, asking if. Psychedelics, so but did it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, obviously I would never do anything just for, like, I'm like, oh, I wonder what this song sounds like. Sure. Hi, so I'm going to try weed for the first time in my life because mm-hmm. I really want to know. Like, how does Dior sound with the... Uh, no, <laughs> no, but, like, sometimes I wonder, sometimes I wonder, like, the cross, the, 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 the intersection between, like, like, under the influence of not even maybe, like, well i guess wow sorry i'm having an epitome right now i guess okay. like sorry sorry let me just let me just rant for a second let me just rant for a second so like people like who are in love or whatever or maybe sad listen to different types of music because that's still like a certain like uh release of like chemicals and you listen to it because that's you what want, makes you want to you, feel that emotion yeah so maybe it's like the same thing a little bit where you're under that and you can still listen to music that makes you uh, feel it more. Yeah, mm-hmm. if if that makes sense. No, it, it does. Yeah, I mean that's how. Yeah, because that 
Yeah, I mean that's like what the the psychedelic nature of it. Yeah. Um, you know, if you were already yeah, it's like if you were already on that journey, you would just hold your hand. It's yeah, like, exactly. Take you exactly. a little bit further. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Sorry, I just had to go off on that. No, I'm learning. I'm, I'm not saying try it sometime, Jordan, but try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I'm I'll, sweating I'll, right now. I'll, I'll think about it. Bro, you, I feel kind of hot, too. You? Nick, we're not in the same room. I know, but like <laughs> we live in the same apartment complex. Same, True. Same Wait, is, what our, is our apartment what you... Would you call this a complex? Compound? That's a side question. No, it's not a compound. Not walled in. Campus? I don't know. I'm just saying. I guess stuff. I I don't know. I would I would call it a complex. Okay. (laughs) Like a god complex or yeah, something like that. Like a Napoleon complex. Yeah. Ah, short man. Uh (laughs) You know he was actually like five seven. What? Interesting. He wasn't even like that short. They just like. They just mean would say that because he's like the, it's just the historical yeah, think, short king now. Yeah, I think that was started by like the um, Scandinavian or whatever. Because you know they're they're giants of people. Yeah. So to them, he was short. But to like oh. you know the English and Ger- like most other people, he was just like a regularly height guy. <laughs> well, I think I, th- th- like I think it was a propaganda kind of thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I think it's a propaganda. I think it was a propaganda thing too to make him like be insecure or like get him mad or whatever so like yeah. do something irrational yeah but i, I saw that like, a couple years ago they were like yeah he, he was actually like five seven <laughs> so not even that short <laughs> even by like today's standards <laughs> i don't know bro have you been on tinder bro five seven <laughs> won't get you anywhere dog right let me say i don't cut it i won't cut it anyways yeah, I, th- I think my favorite one was time, just because of all the different aspects of it. There's just a, I like when there's like a, a hodgepodge of different sounds yeah. and voices and instruments and whatever. Right. It's, yeah, it's definitely got the variety it. that like that you typically like more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple songs I know where you just like, maybe sometimes I wouldn't like that. I I think it's a risk. Maybe not for this one, but a couple of rap songs I I like putting like too much in there because then it might drown out certain parts of the song but when it's done really well it's done yeah it's it's, it sounds really good Mm -hmm. yeah i think one of the coolest things about pink floyd is because or is they can be um like a lot but also super simple at times Mm -hmm. and and it's both very effective whenever they do either which is really cool and plus the uh the lyrics of time i mean again when i heard it for the first time it, it talks about like uh, in school, um, you're uh, educated about this life that's going to happen, but you're never told exactly when that's going to happen, and it, it's just it it's already happening. Yeah. So uh, it, that's just really cool because when I heard it for the first time, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like it it's happening right now. I'm in school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me right yeah. now. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting mm-hmm. gun. Mm-hmm. Something that I feel like most people fear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had a, I had a minor revelation similar to that coming out of last semester. I was like, oh, I only have one more semester of 
like structured life of like this school that I've been in like my entire life and then <laughs> and then like the the path is like then you're out there is like get a job in like what you went to school for but theoretically mm-hmm. you yeah. could do anything you're not bound to school yeah you're yes. not bound to anything yes the that's the, the frightening crazy of, to kind of think about yeah of less structure is is interesting to say the least yeah, it is. I mean, and it's something that like there's some people who like, you know, they they that I think that fear is so strong in them that like they'll just continue in school, mm-hmm. yeah, and like not be yeah. mega motivated to you know finish it and do something else. There's some people who just yeah. like, like okay, I guess school. I'm guess I'm getting my PhD now. <laughs> like, oh, guess I'm my second <laughs> yeah. postdoctorate. Yeah. Oh. I know a few people like that, actually. I'll mm. tell you tonight. But... I feel like everyone's oh, yeah. got like, that relative. <laughs> that has a I... PhD? <laughs> no, Whoa. no. I don't have that relative. <laughs> it's like, at least at least whenever they do like their undergraduate, you're like, okay, that's an interesting thing to study. What do you Whoa. Are we study shaming? Extremely specific well, thing. Well, I mean... Not even like just in school. Like you, you have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people have ambitions. People yeah, have yeah, yeah. Uh, like hobbies, like you know, paintings that they're like, I'll, I'll get to it tomorrow. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start That's this next I week. Exactly. I mean, procrastination is just being a human being. But it's it's <laughs> it's just about you do it because yeah. life is uh, finite. Yes. And that's that's the entire album. She's about fleeting. that. Exactly. Fleeting. Which is scary and <clears throat> amazing at the same time. Yeah, that's a great segue because Jamie probably told you that you die after you listen to this or after you're on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah you will. Someone will have to execute you. They yeah, have Bailey do it. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll I'm, yeah, I'm ready. We'll see. If we get <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did Zach say last week? <laughs> he said, me the trouble. Yeah, he said you're saving me the trouble. Oh yeah, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Need the trouble? Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Shit is so fun. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's that kind of sums up everything that I had to say about it. A lot of it was just talking in broad strokes about because nothing like a lot of stuff happens just over and over and over again, but it's worth yeah. mentioning. Yeah, uh, it's a very I don't know about... uh, seamless album because all the songs are tied to each other. Mm-hmm. So, it's just one big song, you know? Just like life. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. And the Wizard of Oz. Do you have anything you would like to impart us with, Ethan? Oh, Nick, I thought you said you were done. Oh, no, I, I didn't say no, but, like, I don't really have anything specific, but I, I'm always a huge fan of any album or a musician any musician that takes the time to craft like a cohesive piece of something that just feels like art and like like ethan said you can you can listen to specific songs off of the album and they're just as catchy just as feel just as significant as when you're like experiencing them in the album as a whole maybe well like maybe a different kind of significant yeah like the the swells of time and like in money and stuff feel feel very powerful in the whole experience of the album but they also feel like biting and powerful just by themselves 
and in, anyone who's brave enough to tackle like such core feelings and concepts like time, money, war, uh, madness, like that, like they talk about in in Brain Damage. Like it's just it, it's very very impressive, and I'm heavily surprised that I haven't dug into this before tonight. But thank you, thank you for picking it, Ethan. I very much appreciate. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. That's my favorite album for a reason. I got you. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably be checking guess... out more Pink Floyd in the in the coming weeks. Yeah, the Wall is definitely oh. worth listening to as well if you haven't. Okay, that is definitely more about war and education, and the. Uh, the rabbit hole that it is gotcha um but i i guess we'll come back to uh jordan have you thought a little more about um listening to uh, some earlier music because you you have this album about uh time uh money which is an issue now um death which i'm sure you're afraid of hopefully uh i don't know if i'm afraid of death oh god uh, come on come on I mean, if I was, like, on a cliff, yeah, I'd be afraid of death. But I don't think I'm, you know, actively afraid of death. Okay, yeah. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. You can't kill me. <laughs> you can't kill me. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I mean, like, so the, the album definitely covers a lot of stuff that uh, people still think about today. And that's just a cool thing about music. Yeah, I was going to say... Yeah, I really don't know. It, it's mostly just if I get in a mood for it. Most stuff made after that is still not just like the the music, not even like the lyrics, but the music that I don't listen to. I get it. Yeah, like the but, energy uh, of the music. Yeah, yeah, that's that's mostly. And I'm, again, like I like some like rock songs. I think I'm trying to mm-hmm. think of, or like I played like like I don't know when Champagne Supernova was made. Oh, it's just nice. Prop- okay, yeah. See, like I like. Like I like that song, and it's not like super. It's, it's just it's just like niche. It's, it's very niche of what I listen to. I yeah, don't know how it's to probably the, yeah, it's probably the third best Oasis song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what's? Is "Don't Look Back in Anger" the first? It's got to be number one. You know what? Uh, what second? I I I unironically really like Wonderwall. Okay, I I didn't know <laughs> if you were like memeing or not. Like, including wait what? There's no way you've never heard Wonderwall. Absolutely. Wait, what? It's literally a meme how popular that song is. Wait, Wonderwall? <laughs> That's oh, what... Stop. Stop. We'll play it for you later stop. when we get... How's that? He's, he's not memeing you right got now. it. Oh, no. He's, he's doing it right now. He's legit. He... he might oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. thank God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, okay, I was gonna lose my mind. I was gonna be <laughs> fully convinced. One that saves energy. me. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the one. I, I, I got you, I got you. Don't worry, Jordan. We will, uh, now that we've ripped off the band-aid of uh, the day breaking into the real classic rock, we, um, you'll be listening to it more. Okay. I don't know if that's a threat or a promise or both, no, both. but... Uh, it's a, either way. It's an enlightenment. I got you, I got you. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then, how do we do this? How do we do this? So usually, are we ready? I don't normally do it. Normally, the guest starts off. Right? Yeah, Ethan goes first, then Jordan and I fight, and then you say yours, and then you announce. That's right, because I know. You can, you can cut wow. this bad boy Crazy. out if you want to. Me explaining the rating system. Yeah. 
I cut nothing. Yeah, this stays in. Raw pod. Otherwise, I'm never doing an episode. Raw pod. <laughs> you have to like sugar in the raw. <laughs> Alright, so Ethan, would you like to, to, to give a numerical rating to this album? Really? Is that, mm-hmm. That's how we do it? Yeah, yeah. We give, we give a little... You can justify it if you want, or just throw out the number. Drop my drop. You know? Do I do I get like a little uh, animation that comes up? Can Unfortunately you... not. <laughs> I don't have the time to uh, okay. do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll give it give it a nine point seven out of ten because there were earlier songs that were cut out, like. On the Run was supposed to be a longer song. Great Gig in the Sky was supposed to have another minute in oh, it. Really? So I would would have liked to hear just any any extra notes that they had because all of it was probably perfection. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I didn't even know that. That's man. Now I want to hear the director's cut. Exactly. It's only what like <laughs> it's under fifty minutes long. It, yeah, it's yeah. only forty three. You could throw those extra minutes. Oh, you got yeah. time. I mean back then. You I'm, literally were limited by how many discs you wanted your uh, vinyl to be. That's but true. Nowadays, come on. It's all bits. It's all yeah. bits, bites, nibbles. True. Exactly. Nibbles. The, the old four-byte cursed nibbles. The old cursed. The four-bit. Nibbles. What four an idiot. is like a half word, right? Yeah. All right, that's, that's too far. <laughs> You've gone too far on the weeds. Jordan and Nick, who's going first? Who's going first? Nick can go. Oh, actually, no, you went first last time. I- I'll go first this time. I right, go. I could fight. Um, I concede. I'll give this album a six. Ooh, what? Okay. I nice. think honestly, I'm factoring in some cultural uh, appreciation. Cultural uh, appropriation. No cultural appreciation. Oh my gosh. Oh. Cultural relevance. Cultural relevance. What okay. I left after he said six out of ten. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, no. So sad. I'm sorry. I gotta give my rating. I gotta give my rating. What's your rating, Jordan? You said six. Six what? out of ten. Yeah, he left after you said six. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I feel bad, though. I feel bad. A quick editor's note, this is where Vic accidentally tried to sign in to her Discord as a joke, but she didn't realize that was what I was having Ethan hear Nick and Jordan with. Um, so Ethan actually can't hear Nick and Jordan for the rest of the episode. No, it's okay. No, it's it's the it's end a, anyways. It's a good rating. Very well <laughs> rating. It, was, uh, it was good having you. Nick, what's your rating? Um... Uh, I'm gonna give it. What do you say? I'm gonna give it. He's still going. I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight out of ten. Okay. Eight out of right. ten. Nice, so, Nick. That's a little high for. That, that's higher than the last ones have been recently. Yeah, yeah. I I did really like. I I just really enjoyed it, and I I had coincidentally on my Discover Weekly thing there was a Pink Floyd song this week, and I was like, wow, this is pretty good. It what song? I I don't even remember. It was. It was I wish off I could of, hear this. It was off of some weird um, album cover that I'd never seen before. But um, what, what was the cover? Was it two dudes on or uh, two dudes shaking hands? One of them was on fire. No, no, no. I wish you were here. Okay, so it wasn't what you were. It was like this bluish, pinkish blur. Uh, we don't need no education. Uh, part two of 
another brick in the wall? I'll I'll I'll, I'll get back to it after yeah, we're done with yeah, the ratings. You, you get back to us I'll whenever you it. look again and find it. Yeah. yeah. But uh but yeah, eight out of ten solid rating. Eight out of ten. Okay. Nice, okay. nice. Um I it's been a while for me, but I think I will give this a ten out of ten. Holy cow. We've 10 got out of 10, one. nice. It has been, the last one I gave a 10, what, Southeastern, yes. Oh, okay. Um, before that was Sound and Color. Yeah. And then RKS. Nice, dang. All right. Did you give RKS so a 10? That brings the average score. Yeah, I gave RKS a 10. Oh, okay. I forgot that. Love that, love that album. Uh, average score of 8.43. Wow. And it is, it brings it to. That's up there. Yeah, it is. It is up there. It is third overall. Okay. Uh, Sound and color and Man on the Moon are tied for second. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City is still number one, and this is now number three. Nice. According to the Excel formula, it's four, but I don't like how. Uh, <laughs> Screw the rank function. Uh, yeah, and I, I figured that this would score pretty well, especially with with the three of us. Jordan, I figured you would actually like it too because of like the just variety that you really enjoy. Wow. It's not that I don't like it; it's that I think I think there's too many instrumentals on it. Honestly, I, I, I don't know if I I yeah. don't think I said that, but it was a little too there. There's too many instrumentals for me to like listen to this album all the way through all the time. Yeah, yeah. I figured I figured that it would be. Um, yeah, I was interested in how you would feel about the just amount of just lack of vocals on some of it. But yeah, I mean, six is still. Really I did. Good. I, I did like the songs that did, though. I did like the songs that did. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah. So then I will announce that next week we are going to be covering. Nick, did you just send the song in the Discord? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just sending it to reference it later. You, you silly goose. Okay. Um, we are going to be taking a look at Dreamland by Glass Animals, their newest album. Oh. So we're going to go Tokyo Drift. The, like, standard cut. Okay. Uh, And Vic, my lovely fiancé, is going to be um, phoning in from beyond the grave as we, you know, we took care of um, the price of the podcast. Mm -hmm. The toll, if you will. Yes. Um, So we're going to, we're going to have a pretty good Ouija board set up. They actually have, uh, audio Ouija now so holy cow gonna be able to communicate with her um gonna be exciting maybe we'll get Leo on the pod who knows yeah Leo on the pod <laughs> I wanna get like uh, a, that's our dog for, for those out there I wanna get like a speech to text Ouija the dog mic oh speech to text Ouija board that's yeah. even better we should get that uh, <laughs> Ouija Siri yeah so I Dude. guess uh, last thing, um, Jordan, what have you been listening to this week? Um, Pop Smoke for one. Okay. Pop Smoke is really just it's the only thing I can listen to right now. Like, there's a little bit of other stuff mixed in there, like a couple rap songs. But again, I'm just in this like this like music listening to funk right now. I think I just need to find new music or just like, I'm so lazy though also because I just listen to the same music, but then I need to listen to new music so I can listen to that music and then it's just... Do you use your Discover Weekly? 
No, I haven't yet. Do that. I know. I That's know. like the easiest way. It really. No, no. Trust me. Trust me. I've. I've. Songs. Some of the songs I've liked have I've found through Discover Weekly. Yeah. I know a hundred percent. But it's just like keep doing that. I'm so lazy sometimes. I'm like, I'm like, I want to listen to Pop Smoke. <laughs> no, I get it. Like, you know. No, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Get it. it happens. Nick, what about you? What have you been tickling your um, hammer and oh, the other part of your ear drums? Sickle. What have you been listening to? Um, no, it's not sickle. the hammer and sickle. Oh, it's... oh. Um, uh, the the two new Kings of Leon singles, very good. The yes, they're good. Yeah. they are good. Um. But you say Queens of Leon? Mm-hmm. No, the new Kings of Leon. Queens of No. Oh, you say Queens of Leon? Queen of Bel Air? You say Queen, <laughs> Queen of Bel? Um, I, I also Why sorry, I, Nick. I didn't mean to. No, you're good. I I remembered that Bahamas, uh, had an iTunes session that I forgot about, that where he had a cover of an old song on it that I really enjoyed, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go check that out, and then. Now that I've become much more familiar with his discography, I was like, like five, I think it's four songs or covers, and only one is one of his originals, and and two of them might not even be covers, they might just be original songs that he hasn't released on any studio albums, like I searched them and I couldn't <laughs> find them, but uh, one of the covers is a cover of a song that's on the second record I ever got which was coincidental and really cool. But I've been listening to that. Interesting. Also, let me just run down my list. Listen to a whole lot of Red. It was decent. I don't hate it. Okay, okay. That's the that's the new Cardi album, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, some new artists Cardi, I found Marty. this week were Snail Mail, The Sword, Aaron Fraser, Leanne La Havas, Jamie Wyatt. Interesting. They're all kind of different. They're, Snail Mail? Yeah. Snail Mail is kind of like indie like it's almost kind of phoebe bridgers-esque but there's a little more guitar in it and it's not quite as like super sad the sword is like kind of like old rock music thrash metal type stuff aaron frazier's like oldish r&b music and leanne la havas is like an independent r&b musician but she had a cover of like one of my favorite radiohead songs that like freaked me out when i first heard it no it was coincidental i didn't even like i didn't even select it to listen to it just came on when i was listening to the album and i was like she's singing weird fishes right now weird fishes yeah that's the song i dude i literally i know creep (laughs) that's radiohead stands with like would, would just like flame you so hard if you said that but that song is so good it is really good and i i unironically really enjoy their whole first album and people who like love radiohead for their like for their head ass stuff for their like <laughs> the three albums when they went really electronic people who love those albums are like we don't talk about pablo honey that that album's just guitar trash it's just 90s music trash <laughs> the, the album's pretty good that and the bins are both really good and then Okay, computer is also good, but it gets pretty existential, and it's just it's it's heavy. You can't listen to it all the time. Understandable. But yeah, uh, Ethan, what have you been listening to this week? Uh, this week, I have been listening to, uh, let's see, grandson. Okay, yeah, I I, I discovered some of his stuff. He's got some week. pretty cool stuff. Um, let's see, uh, some Bowen. If you guys have heard of him. Got some so. kind of experimental uh, electronic music. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, I've actually been listening to a lot of Poppy as well. Poppy? <laughs> Poppy's got some some really Jordan, are you big, really big weird guy? stuff. Yeah, I listen to Poppy sometimes. Okay. Uh, ask him if he knows Bleach Bond, uh, Bleach Bond Baby. Uh, some Brick and Mortar After. as well. Okay. Finish things off. A- ask him if he knows Bleach Bond Baby. Really edgy week for me. You said you said Bleach Bond Baby. Yeah. Do you know? That? Ask him if he likes that song. Do you yeah. like? Okay, he said yes. Poppy, yeah. Well, yeah, you can hear him. He just can't hear you. Yeah, exactly. Because your six outraged him so yeah, much. What the hell? I think he closed out of Discord. I did. I'm gone. <laughs> um, we have raged. What have I been listening to? I listened to uh, "Wish You Were Here" again a couple times. Nice. Classic, because uh, that's an excellent one. Nick, check that out. That that album. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, just oh, I discovered um, the Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes have a podcast called Smartless, and I found that, and they have a lot of uh, like you know just celebrity guests they they each one picks a new one and they surprise each other with them so i've been running through that back catalog yeah i listened to the one with brian cranston the neil degrasse tyson one is very good i listened to the will ferrell one yesterday and it was really funny Mm -hmm. yeah so i've been i've been i've been just catching up on that most of the time honestly gotcha exciting exciting week just listening to other people talk fantastic so interesting um yeah all right well then with that we will say thank you for tuning in this week and remember to tune in next week where we're going to be taking a look at dreamland with vic the standard edition not the deluxe edition uh you can do that if you want but we will not talk about those extended tracks uh you know give it a listen so you can kind of have your own thoughts and mentally join in the discussion with us um, you know, feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on YouTube. You can also tweet them at us. Uh, we're on Twitter at at list up podcast, and that account, as well as all of our personal handles, are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. Uh, for now, we'll catch you next week, and remember to listen up. Mm-hmm.